You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. Brazil. All right, well, Brazil, very, I mean, it's always fascinating to look at Brazil because it's such a massive country and because there are so many similarities. But, of course, it's special now with the Rio Olympics kicking off at the end of the week. And as usual, negative reports, but always before the big sporting event. event let's welcome Director of the Centre for Dynamic Markets at Gibbs, uh, Professor Lyle White. Uh, Lyle, morning to you. Hi. What's the story with the Olympics? Is Brazil doing it on the cheap security and terror concerns, plumbing and electricity <laughs> operations and the very... Wow, 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 wow. How's it looking? Yeah, morning, John. And you're so right. I mean, Brazil is so fascinating, given the parallels with South Africa. Uh, if we were hosting the Olympics, I imagine we would have su- such similar stories coming out of the country. And as you, you said a few weeks ago, you know, those journalists are all there waiting to cover uh, the sporting events and mm. there's nothing else to cover. So sometimes we do wonder about some of these stories coming out. But, you know, as, as we've spoken about over the last few months, even the last couple of years, the road to the Olympics has not been an easy one for Brazil. It's been a rocky road of, um, you know, the, the state of financial emergency, the, the crises, the political crises, the Zika virus. And now we're having policemen at the airport uh, in Rio and I, I read the story just last night. They welcome in um, international guests as with with big banners saying "Welcome to Hell." So this is uh, this is quite something. Never a dull moment in Brazil, and especially around the Olympics, which, as you as you say, starts on Friday the fifth um, of August. And but the big story, or one of the interesting stories that is coming out, is how Brazil has perhaps uh, done this on the cheap. And uh, when they, when you look at this now, a 51% um, over budget um, on on the Olympics. At, it's about a 1.6 billion dollar over budget, with a total budget of about 4.6 billion. Now that sounds like big numbers, but um, they, on average, the Olympic Games expenditure uh, since 1960 has been around 5.2 billion dollars, and they've over budgeted for these Olympics, for the Olympic Games, uh, over and over again, at around 180 percent every year. In the last decade alone, this the pricing of these or the, the costing of these uh, these games have gone all the way up to about nine billion dollars, and the London Games in 2012, that broke all records with a $15 billion spending on the Olympic Games. So uh, Brazil does look like it's done it on the cheap. Um, 70% of the cost of the Rio Games is funded by, by the private sector, which is the largest private sector contribution since Atlanta in 1996. And um, as we heard uh, just a couple of weeks ago, the federal government of Brazil is, uh, is providing another $900 million in emergency aid to Rio to provide necessary, necessary security because of this, this threat of terrorism. You know, they've got 85,000 security personnel that are going to be deployed to the Olympic venues uh, and tourist areas, which is more than double that were uh, at the London Games and a lot more that were at the World Cup. So it's very, very exciting. We've heard a little bit about uh, the crisis around uh, the plumbing and the electricity. Mm. Uh, there's a massive team that is out at the Olympic Village right now, literally trying to get uh, plumbing and electricity in working order. But this was all connected very, very late. Typical Brazilian style at the 11th hour. <laughs> and, um, and one other quick story about the Olympics, John. Um, the two champions of the Olympic Games, of the Rio Olympics, the, the, the ones that, the, literally the players that won it, uh, Lula da Silva, the former president, and Dilma Rousseff, who is the suspended president at the moment, they will not be attending the Games. They will not be attending the opening ceremony. And it's very sad, actually, because they were the drivers. They were the champions of the Games. And they are boycotting the Games. As they say, they do not want to take second fiddle to the interim president and the interim, um, or the interim government of Michel Temer. Fascinating. I'll leave it there. Uh, Professor Lyle White, thank you very much indeed. Bricks at the moment, very much about the Olympics. Uh, he's director at the Centre for Dynamic Markets at Gibbs.